How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Soapstone. My name is Jake. I'm joined by my co-host, as always, Dave. How's it going tonight, Dave? I'm going to edit this out. Yeah? <laughs> That's too bad, because I have the edit this week. <laughs> what are you thinking? Um, Maybe, like, a booming voice of me saying good, or, like, mm. a whole host of Dave saying good. 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 Right, an Elohim sound clip or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but not like a commanding voice, more of like a like a very passive, like good, but just like seventeen. Oh. Which is apparently good. a host for me. That's apparently well, enough. <laughs> I, I look forward to hearing that. Good. good. If you send it over, I guess. <laughs> we'll see if it makes it live. Yeah, we'll um, see where, where it gets. Yeah, I hope it doesn't. People listen to this part. They're like, "Did I miss it?" <laughs> yeah, let me go back. No, I'm lazy. Re-listen to the intro. I have no idea what I'm going to use for the intro. This episode's on thief, and like I, <laughs> I don't have any. Uh, like usually we we grab a song like from the game or like two if there's two good songs in the game for intro and outro. I don't know, like maybe menu music or something. Future me knows, but yeah. Um, as of as of recording, I don't know. So we wanted to do Thief because, like, we followed the Thief series loosely, not like played every single game, but yeah, we've always you're more enjoyed. Familiar. Oh shit! Uh, yeah. <laughs> quick, quick opens up notes in Google. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. Thief is a stealth game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, stealth game. Um, <laughs> it has like a very cool vibe and lore because this is, I think, my first introduction to steampunk anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, they didn't really leverage on it too much in this game. Yeah. But I was yeah. really excited when this was coming out because this was the new Thief. Yes, yes. Uh, granted, it came out six years ago, but I was mm-hmm. very excited for another edition in it. But then as Jake and I were playing over the past week or so, we kind of messaged each other on the side like, yo. <laughs> um, it yeah. just, it's not the same as mm-hmm. we remembered but like even when we first played i feel it wasn't what we had hoped for yeah is that fair to say yeah i think like so the first time there's a couple points i wanted to touch in there apparently the original thief was more like medieval themed and like timed and things so like the steampunk was a chin a transition for the reboot um i think there was a lot of potential there but like the first time i played the game was like probably three years ago, I think. And I apparently put like 16 hours into it, um, which is a, a lot, kind of. Well, you're probably going for like completionist. Yeah, but I didn't remember like actually accomplishing any story beats. And so when I came back through the game, because usually if I played a game years ago and then I come back and I replay the game, I'm like, oh, right, I do remember that that happened. And oh, right, I do remember that that happened. And other than the bird dying, that's the only thing I remember from the first time playing. And that's, that's saying a lot. The reason for it is nothing else was memorable <laughs> from the first 16 hours of the, fir- of the first time I played, I think. No. Um, um, it's really tropey as far as story goes. It's very mm-hmm. predictable. There's not a lot. Of, there's not any fucking character progression. There's a lot of like flashbacks and like ghost memories of like, you gotta go do the thing, Miss Mystery. Uh-huh. Um, the one thing that did make me laugh, and I remember laughing about it when it first came out, was 
I think in like the first or second mission, you have to go find a dead guy and steal a ring off his dead body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and in like a cut scene with like one of the main antagonists, mm-hmm. he like cuts off or he, he guts a guy or like cuts off his yeah. dick to like get the ring. It was in his stomach. Yeah. yeah. It, sorry. It was in his stomach. Mm-hmm. But one of the guards then comments saying like, you don't think we also have to pilfer like cock rings, do you? <laughs> I was like, hey. Because I was surprised that it was being crassed at all. Yeah. So it, it gave me a chuckle. Mm-hmm. But then outside just, of that, it's like, yeah. what is there? Yeah, other than a couple witty moments, the story is really just... We haven't even like talked about what the game is, and the story was so disappointing. I feel like I had... You know, we, we've already brought it up, but it's like... Yeah, it's it's kind of generic. And did you not see a spy a movie in the '90s? Cool. <laughs> yeah, like I feel like you're caught up. And honestly, the story probably would have been more fine if the gameplay kind of reinforced it. It wouldn't have been standout great, but um, everything's paced really slowly. But then, which would have been fine. Again, this is a thief simulator. Um but it's paced slowly and you have plenty of weight. Like what I started doing was just knocking everybody out because I realized I didn't care. And uh, you play as Garrett, not to be confused with Geralt. (laughs) He's a witcher. (laughs) He's a master witcher. This is a master thief. Completely different people. Not the same person. Similar sounding voice. Not the same person. (laughs) Don't seem to care Um, about anybody but themselves. Completely different people. Yes. (laughs) um but this guy doesn't kill anybody um but you can totally run up and just like knock people out and then scurry away into a shadow to wait for them to forget about you right like by the way regardless of like what light setting you have it at being in a shadow is like you're near a box or Mm -hmm. a light's not directly on you so like its detection sense is you have like a little Ball the orb. sphere, like an orb yeah. in the bottom. A left. lot of games use the the light orb, right? Yeah, where like if you're close enough to light, it's very bright, and it's like you're under light, motherfucker, move. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just not lit up when you're enshrouded in darkness. But this right. means you can be like a foot away from somebody who just their eyes don't adjust. I don't know what happens, but mm-hmm. like you're completely good. Yeah, they have like there's different levels of awareness. Which is fine. Like, that's a relatively cool mechanic. So, basically, if enemies are more alert, um, like, slash looking for you, then they'll see you in lower light because they're paying attention, I guess, as opposed to just walking around with their eyes closed. guard with their, yeah, their eyes closed. (laughs) This is my day job. Oof, stub my toe again. But they will, like, like, all of these games revert to brain-dead behavior if you're just, like, hidden for long enough. Well, at least now they're like, I guess he got away mm-hmm. or I guess yeah. he's not here anymore. So they go <laughs> right. about their normal lives. But like an older thief, a lot of times like you take a water arrow and shoot it into a torch mm-hmm. because obviously if you're in light, you'll be spotted and you can't fight guards in the older games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You had literally just a blackjack. So you had to be behind them and they had to be unawares. But they'd commonly say like, guess it was the wind. Mm-hmm. You know, when wind is that strong, you can't hear it, but it, <laughs> a splash it sound. removes flames. <laughs> wind sure is wet tonight. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I think there was 
to the game's credit, like um, there is some interactions there which were pretty good. Like some guards have torches, so they create ambient light around them. Yeah, that's like what, that's a that cool idea does. to make it like more of a challenge item. But mm-hmm. again, and they'll relight they'll relight lamps if you like put them out. That's true. Yeah, that was actually in part of my notes. Is they didn't do that in the old games, but mm-hmm. now they will relight torches. But they still have the issue which some other stealth games have fixed of, oh, is this guy unconscious? I guess I'll leave him be. Um, yeah. <laughs> and they, like, they never pick up the guy or anything. Uh-huh. But also you can kill in this game. You can buy broadhead arrows for f- 15 gold. Oh, I never actually used them. Oh, Jake, it is. It is a godsend. So if somebody's not wearing a helmet, headshot dead. If they have a helmet, two headshots. If oh. you have a tooth arrow, which is worth a little bit more money, Cuts through the helmet. One headshot. Oh, wow. So you can really just uh, pick people off. That's kind of funny because like uh, Garrett's actually pretty pretentious about not killing people. <laughs> like in the opening sequence, he's just like, why did you kill that guy? It's almost like a Batman type situation. Like, I can't believe it, Robin. Why are you murdering civilians? Stop doing that. Because that's, I, I think, I haven't read a lot of Batman, but I assume that it happens. was Thief and Red Hood. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but, but like, um, without explicitly using that arrow, I don't think there's really a way to kill people short of like knocking them out and like throwing them in a canal. <laughs> oh, I guess <laughs> like, you could do that. Well, I don't know. I don't know if mechanically that works, but in my head canon, it's something you can do and they would die. So you're killing them. Yeah. But like once somebody's knocked out, or obviously if they're killed, they're mm-hmm. just removed from the situation entirely. Yeah, um, people die when they are killed. But a lot of times you can just sneak up on people, knock them mm-hmm. out, and then fuck off, like Jake said. Yeah. Like you'll get penalized for being spotted in some mystery score value. Yeah. Um, but then you can just do it again. And you have mm-hmm. this ability called swoop. Yes. Where Instead like of space, you know, being jump, which would be normal, <laughs> uh-huh. uh, you kind of like slide in front of you, usually from shadow to shadow is the goal. Mm-hmm. But you can swoop up behind somebody and then just hold Q, which is the takedown animation, which mm-hmm. it feels weird for it to like snap mm-hmm. and for the tr- animation to trigger. But then you just blackjack in the back of the head. You and then you usually the carry the body this, yeah. like be still my sweet child and then you can kind of chuck their body in a corner yeah if somebody sees a body they'll say wait a minute <laughs> hold up <laughs> that's a weird place to sleep <laughs> <laughs> just in the middle of the hallway um yeah no it's it's pretty ridiculous um i think so like I mentioned it's not the blackjack. I I think it's the claw in this one because you steal the claw like in the opening sequence from Aaron. I think her name is. I don't know. Doesn't doesn't matter. The other character that's in this game, and uh, you kind of use it to like jump up um, certain surfaces. But that's the only time you can jump. You mentioned that instead of like spacebar being jump, it's the swoop ability, Um, and it's it's just like. He doesn't kill people with the sharp end of the claw. He hits them with the butt of it. He's like, donk. <laughs> Give him a donk <laughs> on the side of the head. Yeah, it's... I don't know. I mean, I'm fine with that. But as you're talking about the claw, it feels really weird for everything to be... Let me go into some type of animation. 
So if you want to vault up um, for something that's at like waist height or climb a ladder, jump on a rope, it's mm. always like with space bar, but it has to be, you have to be like right next to it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise it just doesn't. And that just feels kind of weird. Whereas everything is context. Like Sorry, good. Free running and jumping. If I fall off something, oh, that's on me. Mm-hmm. Or if I missed the jump or something else happened, cool, fine. Yeah, everything's really context sensitive. And there's like a button to drop down from a ledge. You Which don't, like, I had to Google mid mission after <laughs> 10 minutes. Yeah. X is not a conventional PC. Drop down from ledge button. Well, S is back or down. Oh, X, X is lower X. than S. Therefore, yeah. it must be X. <laughs> right. It's Alt. <laughs> alt is going to be the drop down <laughs> button. Now, the controls are fairly ridiculous for PC. There's like, um, if you're hiding in a closet, um, which is the Metal Gear equivalent of like a box or something, um, you can right click to stealthfully leave the closet or like shift to just barge out, which I n- literally never did. I guess it's like if you were specifically if there's a trying guard to right a in guard. front of the, the closet, you or can just kind checking of like it, maybe. push out. It kind of like startles them and like knocks them back. Gotcha. So you can kind of like make a hasty escape, I believe. I guess that makes so the way I was thinking about it is like I'm going to find a closet on a patrol path and then like hide in the closet specifically so the guard would walk by. But it makes more sense if the guard is checking closets looking for you, right? Because <laughs> it would be funny to only have the casual exit if the guard is like about to check your closet. You're like, hold up, please. Open door slowly. All right. <laughs> fair out. enough. You've caught me. Good job. <laughs> I, I surrender. <laughs> no, it's I don't know. I guess like we haven't really talked that much about basic. We talked about like traversal and dealing with enemies and stuff, but the main game goal of the game is to steal golden things. Oh yeah. And that part of it does feel decent enough. Like I am interested in being stealthy and thieving. And it feels Mm kind of cool. Like, Oh, I've pilfered this. I've done like some lock picking to get more valuables in a chest or something else. But then it feels kind of weird in places where it's like, hey, here's a dresser of six drawers. Press E on every single one of them. And you have like the full animation where like you you go in, you check, you grab something if it's there, you don't if it's not. Right. Um, Yeah, and the animations. In this. I have mixed thoughts on the lockpicking. It's not Skyrim's, fair enough. Right. So like the lockpicking on this is... If you're used to Skyrim slash like Elder, Elder Scrolls or Fallout style, um, try to pick the lock and then it'll determine, like, it will um, give you a response based off how close you are to the actual dead spot that you're looking for that particular tumbler. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one, it's like you just need to spin it in a circle and it'll show up visibly, like, when you're at the dead spot. But it's frustrating because it's kind of pointless. Like it's not in that it's a completely plausible thing you would do as a thief. Yeah. Um, is pick a lot of locks. But it is kind of pointless from a gameplay perspective because you do it a lot and it's not fun. Yeah. It feels and, like unnecessary padding for sure. And it's like for me, there there's only a few situations where 
there's like some perks because like this focus skill tree sort of thing. Um, I'm gonna, one of the options. I want to give a big air quotes on skill tree. Yeah, it's. Let's, I agree. Let's pick a couple things. Big air quotes. It's it's a skill sandbar. There's not a lot of trees there, but the um, one of the options is like faster lock picking if you're using your focus state. And I didn't get it, and I didn't really feel any use for it because there's very few points in the game where you're picking a lock, and there's a chance someone is going to walk up behind you. There was one that I encountered because, mm-hmm. uh, like, a building was burning down, and I went to go pick a very small, like, uh, what are the small chests called? Like something that would like be on a dresser, like a lockbox like thing, or some jewelry box, or something. Yeah, kind of like a jewelry box. Uh, and I actually saw like the flames coming towards me as like the textures were changing. Uh, hmm. So using it there would have made sense. But right. that was the one thing I encountered out of like seven missions that I played. Yeah. Usually like the game doesn't put you under high stress situations when you're doing the thieving portion of thing. There's the open world traversal where it's like there's guards outside and they're doing all this stuff. But a lot of the time, if you're like clearing an area out, you're not at a huge risk of just being detected while you're doing the thievery stuff, grabbing stuff off a table or opening locks. There's some exceptions, but for the most part, you're in danger when you're exploring a new area, not when you're clearing everything out, if that makes any sense. Yeah, it's it's a nice shift, though, I think. Because like you have usually have a good idea of when you're safe enough to kind of steal stuff. Mm-hmm. Because usually on missions, you're going to a fixed location. You'll have a set number of guards. You have mm-hmm. an overall objective of where you need to go or what you need to steal. Uh, so part of it is like exploring where the fuck you need to go. And then you're like, I think I need to go over here. This guy's in my way. I need to deal with them in some capacity or distract them. Mm-hmm. Throw a bottle or something. <laughs> you can hold one glass bottle. Yes, it's <laughs> actually hilarious. He's such a master thief, he doesn't carry multiples of useful items on his person. I've got five flashbangs and 300 arrows, but... Yeah. Pocket full of rocks? Nah. Nah. My last guard... I mean, maybe that'd make noise. I want to throw in. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you are above a guard, congratulations, you will never be spotted. Yeah. Unless you start pissing on them. Mm-hmm. Like they, You need to literally hit them from above for them to like, look up. But if you yeah. are above them... In the same way, if you're behind them, you get a free takedown option where mm-hmm. you just kind of jump down and give them the bonk. Yeah. And this is kind of where the game, I think, falls apart a little bit because if you're if you're going through... So you, you mentioned the missions, right? So like there'll be a chapter you start when you go to a next area. It's like, hey, do you want to start chapter three, breaking into this guy's house and stealing all of his... Uh, inheritance money whatever um, then it's like a sectioned off point where you're actually graded at the end for like oh how many times were you detected was an alarm sounded did you sneak past everybody or did you knock everybody out and then you're supposed to be rewarded commensurate to like the way you played to your play style and it's very dishonored like um because Dishonored is very thief-like, I guess, and and the way I the mean, original was. Dishonored definitely pulled from Thief as inspiration, but the main difference there is I feel Dishonored is very smooth in comparison. Yes, and the shit <laughs> you do is really fun. Yeah, so like there's a pretty low ceiling on things you can do in Thief 
did you sneak up and bonk the guy? Mm-hmm. Did you use arrows, which Jake did not try and murder people with, but I excessively abuse? I tried to use a blunt arrow on a guy's head to see if I would knock him out. He's just like, ow! <laughs> <laughs> he just gets fucking stoned. Oh. Um, that would be funny. Were moss blunt arrows in this game? What was that? Were moss, moss arrows? arrows? I don't think so. Okay. So moss I think arrows it was is fire, water, blunt, sharp. <laughs> blunt. All the elements. <laughs> moss arrows was the original green arrow. Um, it was in the older games. I guess they removed it. Mm-hmm. But if you put it on the ground, it would grow this patch of moss so it would dampen any sound. So if you're trying mm. to sneak up on something, cool. But you could also shoot it into people's faces and they would choke to death because moss was growing inside their lungs. <laughs> um, and it was just a that's really cool fa- addition. That's fairly macabre. <laughs> so you could kill people with arrows in the old one. They kept that around. Yeah. But like outside of like your arrow options and like a panic flashbang, um, that's, that's kind of it. Yeah, it didn't really feel like you could do much, and the skill tree Jake was talking about is more of making you a little bit better at lock picking, having focus for like your Batman vision, mm-hmm. and like one or two other things. But it's it feels so minor the progression, and none of it feels like you're like oh I'd be so much stronger, better if I had this. Yeah, like you don't you could forget about it the whole time and be fine. There was something I played a lot of like games that have some stealth aspects to them recently like i was playing death of the outsider from the Sonic series i played assassin's creed i was playing far cry 5 which has like stealth options and i was like man for a game that is entirely built around stealth uh thief just doesn't make it that fun to be stealthy (laughs) like everything is a much more reasonable pace if you're an aggressive psychopath (laughs) than if you were actually trying to like sneak by everybody yeah, there's a nice option of like combat in that versus Thief where it's like I've been spotted. I have to reposition and re recoup. Mm-hmm. Like in um in Dishonored, they also keep track of like so they have a a chart basically that's like how stealthy were you? Did you like were you seen more or less? And then how aggressive were you? And then it could go to the four corners based off of like those aspects so you're like oh you were seen a lot and super aggressive you're playing call of duty up here in this corner right or it's like you were super stealthy and you didn't knock anybody out you're playing pacifist simulator over in this corner or you're super stealthy and you knocked everybody out the correct way to play then you're down here in this corner and i enjoyed that because it didn't make me feel like i was necessarily playing the game wrong but the thing i was going through playing dishonored was just um ghost which is there's an achievement if you beat the entire game without alerting detection. Um, you never alerted, were alerted. A guard never saw you. Okay. That's <laughs> basically the qualifier. You didn't have your phone alerts turned on. No, that's not yes. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, silent mode is very useful for this achievement. Um, and that's the way I like to play games like this, where it's like in Thief, I don't care if I knock out every guard as long as they never saw me, I consider that success, right? Like it's significantly easier to go through and knock out the guards and then like put them in a corner and stack the body corner is what I like to call it. Just stack all of the bodies. Let over the here. bodies hit the other bodies in the corner. <laughs> yes. Um, and then just go off and accomplish the goal. It's still, I enjoy playing that way more than completely don't interact with the guards at all. Cause if, if you didn't, 
Like, if you play Dishonored and you never kill people, you're not using a bunch of your kit. Um, but there's a lot of options for dealing non-lethally with people. And if you didn't use that part of your kit, you're actually using very few abilities <laughs> like to get through the game. That seems more um, like a challenge run at that point. Uh, like a what? More of a challenge run. Oh, a challenge, yeah. yeah. Like, it makes I sense heard Jonge, and I was like, what's, what's, what's a, what is a Jonge? Because <laughs> <laughs> if you're going through something like Thief, mm-hmm. uh, it makes sense to remove guards because they're an obstacle. They have patrol pass. You don't want to be spotted. You yeah. need to usually go through their pass to get to a specific spot. Mm-hmm. Um, so it makes sense to remove them. Same with Dishonored. You want to just remove that obstacle, whether it's lethal or non-lethal. Yeah. And if you don't, same for Thief, like if you're not taking out the guards and you're not like, you know, even distracting them and things like that, or anything that could get you a little bit of de- detection or awareness state, then you're you're actually not using any of the tools you're provided or very few of them. And I think um, that would be a boring way to play both games. Yeah. So I don't know. It's there's other stuff to rant about in here too. It's like oh, yeah, it's it's queued up for me, my dude. Yeah. Like, so I will say at least one thing to the game's credit. Mm-hmm. I like the universe of Thief. Mm-hmm. I like the dark, skulky vibes it has. Right. And I do like the feeling of discovery if I'm going through a mission and there's like a hidden passage or mm. some other stuff and you have that little sound of like, you found something secret. I'm like, I did yeah. and I'm a the very brave area. boy. It <laughs> feels cool. I'm a brave boy. I'm a brave boy. Um, um, but it's like after that, like some of the mission designs are definitely cool, mm-hmm. but like the overall map itself, it's a bunch of rooftops couple of streets some mm-hmm. patrolling people and then it'll reset but it feels very generic and samey and i don't have any landmarks to find where stuff is yeah. so you can have m for a little mini map in the corner but it's constantly i have to open up the big map i'm like all right where the fuck is this one shop vendor i cannot mm-hmm. find them and if you were to open the big map there's not a hotkey for that you have to hit the one journal hotkey button go and to then map. click the map go to every map. time and then you don't see the entire map so you have to click and drag around you're like what oh, is it over here mm. yeah you only see the part of the city that you're like actively in and for the most like so i hate the map in this game this is this game came out in uh 2014 and it's it was immediately like panned for how bad some of the areas and maps were um but uh Basically, there's like the area you're in, the main area, which is slightly lighter shade, and then like offshoot rooms, which are a darker shade. And those are like apartments you could break into or like you can like open a window with the slowest window opening animation that you have to like mash E for. And sometimes you'll have a loading screen. Uh That's usually for area transitions. Um, But you close the window behind you. So let's say you break into an apartment and you're like, I stole the thing. It's worth three gold. Huzzah. And then you have to go back out the window. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yep. For some reason, Garrett relocks the windows when he breaks into a place, <laughs> leaving him no escape. <laughs> should, should he leave? But he is if the master. If they come back thief. through the window, I want them to think it's still safe. <laughs> <laughs> right. <yeah. laughs> I don't know. It's... He just doesn't understand how normal people work. So he's like, well, yeah, <laughs> they'll also be out here on the streets. 
coming through their window. All right, question. How do you feel about the animations for candles? Oh, they were fine, I think. I feel, like, actually did enjoy those. Yeah. Did you get like, like pinch out a single candle with your, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not afraid of fire hands, which yeah. everyone did as a kid. And then if it's like three candles, he just goes mm-hmm. up and just does like a little swipe and they just all get blown out. I'm like, yeah. Jedi mind tricks the <laughs> candles into not being lit. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. And I think that's like, that was one of the things the, the game did that was cooler was like, it keeps track at, and for these chapters at the end of it, it'll be like, hey, you snuffed like seven out of 15 light sources or something. And the, I didn't care about it till I saw it. And I was like, all right, this is this is part of Garrett's thing. He just really hates the burning of he fuel in any capacity. <laughs> <laughs> so, so from that point on, I tried to snuff as many things as possible. Uh, lives, candles, anything like that. But um, no, it's uh, I like that. I liked expanding the darkness since, you know, Garrett it increases your playable space. Mm hmm. But again, there's other games that have done this better. The Darkness, where again, I'm just, you know, I'm just branching out a little bit here. But in The Darkness, Jackie slash whoever the host is, usually Jackie, can't use darkness powers in the light. So you're just like, oh, I'm going to shoot that light out. And then your demon tentacle arms pop out. You're like, all right, time to go. That's a cooler way to do this than slightly, you know, light goes out. I'm going to turn everything into a criticism of this game. That's <laughs> basically where this is headed. He doesn't put out light source as good as this other guy. <laughs> right. He doesn't get demon arms when he turns lights out. So that's count that as a con. A different game. <laughs> so also uh, I actually, to add to oh, the knock list and to get some mm-hmm. time in. Mm-hmm. Um, the Thief 3, did you ever play? I did not. I don't believe so. Is so, that Dark Prophecy? Or uh, I don't Thrones? remember the name, unfortunately. But like I only know Thief Gold. <laughs> that was two. The first one. Or that was the first yeah, I think one, it was, but it was Gold yeah, Edition. I think it, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thief Three uh, had a lot of the same mechanics. They've not branched up too incredibly much. You mm-hmm. did get a climbing claw at a point, which did encourage you to explore. But like mm-hmm. the story was good. There were fucking factions, and when it got to like late game, there was like a monster chasing you and it fucking mattered and you were scared and like you were invested in the entirety of the game and it all felt really good. Whereas this is like you cheat sneak some dumb AI Mm -hmm. and if it's like a stronger AI you're like, do you have a weapon to kill that? No. All right, I'm going to run really quick until I get to the cutscene door. Yeah. It it just really weird in comparison. To reinforce your point, the impression I got after playing the game a bit was if I went back and I retried any of these levels or I retried the game, I would run a lot more. That was basically it. Like the game encourages you with this atmosphere to sneak a lot, but most of the places you're looting have nobody in them as far as like the open world addicts and things like that. Um, you can just run through and grab everything. You don't have to sneak everywhere. Um and that's not a great design, I guess. I don't know. I, I did mean, have one like positive thing. The open world section, is that what you're talking about? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. Like it does feel like, cool to like be because usually you're up on like a rooftop. You're not usually at like a ground level, you're like knock knock, nobody's home, let me go in. 
Mm-hmm. So like it does knock, feel knock, cool, like open up the door, door and steal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well played, sir. Um, it's like it makes sense that there's not as many people up there, but yeah, it would be nice to have something. Because like yeah. I said, if you're above anybody at ground level, you're fucking golden, um, and nobody's ever going to find you. Nobody's ever going to catch you. Mm-hmm. Occasionally, guards would, if you were spotted running away from them, you're climbing a ladder or a rope. They might throw something at you or shoot you with a bow, depending who it was. Mm-hmm. But then you can just not worry about it too much. Like health yeah. wasn't that hard to get back. Um, I sold most of like health is food. It's, it follows Wolfenstein, classic Wolfenstein rules, I guess. And like health is meals. And uh, I just sold off whenever I was at a shopkeep, like all of my food. Because I was like, I care about money. <laughs> These health consumables are useless to me. I like to have some on just to like, oh, did I fuck up? Instead of just saves coming, I would just press H for the instant half my health back. Yeah, just shove an apple in your mouth or something, call it a day. They were all like ration bars, I guess. Yeah, Maybe. they were, Um, what is it? There's a three-letter abbreviation. Something M- MRE. MRE, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, shitty MRE breaks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what they were. I was I was gonna say I do did have one positive experience with this game, um, at least. Is it mission? At least one. It was an optional mission. Oh. So yeah, there is an optional mission where you have to like recover a talking skull. Did you do that one at all? I didn't go through that full optional quest line. I think I started it though. Okay. Um. But it puts you in a separate area, like once you actually kick it off. And there's a drunk thief, um, like super drunk, crazy inebriated thief that you're tailing back to his hideout so you can steal his loot from him. And the funny part about this is like he's continually like waylaid by people trying to talk to him. And as Garrett, you're setting up the situation to keep him moving toward his goal. So like if guards come up and talk to him or if he walks over and actually talks to the guards cause he's freaking dumb, you can like hit a, like a, a valve release that like causes fire to shoot out between them. And then the guy turns back and he's just like, okay, all right. And like stumbles back onto the path. <laughs> and there's like, there's a part where he like, will talk to a lady hmm. um, who's like standing on this, um, this like bridge thing. And there's a lever with like a trap door release <laughs> that just like drops her off of the bridge. <laughs> and he's just like, where'd you go? And then keeps <laughs> walking forward to his path. And it was this like hilarious comic relief part where it's like, why isn't the rest of the game like this? If they just went for making things hilarious and like this mission was totally inconsistent with the rest of the game. And mechanically you, you weren't doing a lot, but it was hilarious because of the writing. Um, yeah, it seems like a nice, fun thing. Mm-hmm. Is that all tied to like the the me- mechanist's arc? Uh, maybe I'm not sure what his arc was. I, this is the only mission I did for the guy. Hmm. He was like a a, a circus uh, troop leader. Oh, I, little, I, did, I was working. I for didn't him. get around to his yeah. before I you know got tired and stopped playing. Um, <laughs> That's fair. So there's a, a mechanist guy who I think it's when you're doing the I'm going to pilfer the dead body mission 
Mm-hmm. Did you ever go into the side vents? Mm-hmm. Side vents. I don't think so. I might not have had the tool unlocked to go into other areas. Well, I think you just need to like jump over some steps to like a secret path. Okay. Um, yeah, I missed that. But there's like this little side room and there's this automaton. Mm-hmm. Which like there's like a a stealable or like some logs item next to it. So you go up mm-hmm. and you grab it, and you're like, oh cool. But then the automaton ahead like slowly turns towards you and then stops. Oh. You're like, that's fucking creepy. But then uh, you can have some quests with the guy who's making these automatons for the Baron. Mm-hmm. I feel like they would they should have used it more throughout the storyline because they were kind of awesome and creepy. Um, yeah. But it didn't come up that much. Mm-hmm. And like I really was hoping for more automatons in the the asylum level. Yeah. Because like mm-hmm. when Thief has done scary levels in the past, I'm like, I have to push through it because I'm a wee little baby. And mm-hmm. I don't like things moving or just like the suspense. <laughs> Going back to the murders. <laughs> yeah, I want to kill things. I want things to kill me, you know? Right. <laughs> if they are, I want to see them coming. That's all. Right. You never do. But like going back to the asylum, it really wasn't that scary. I think I remembered mm-hmm. all the, like the kind of spooky moments like, oh, something's moving. What moved that thing? Oh, somebody's mm-hmm. down the hallway. Oh, they're not there anymore type stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are some in like the main cafeteria, there was a stage and on the stage, there were some mannequins. Mm-hmm. There's an item next to the mannequins. I'm like, I know what's going to happen. Yeah. You go yeah, grab the item, good. you turn around and they're like, they're all like closer to you and like facing uh, you. And I'm like, I don't like this. No. But like after that, scot free. As an aside, the, uh, the weeping angels to borrow it from doctor who yeah. like effect on enemies is like, I think by far the most disconcerting to me. It really um, is. There's a, what do what do we play? Um, we play that two, two player puzzle game um, where we had to relay radio messages to each other and to solve puzzles. We were here. We were here. Yeah. We played the free one. And I remember the, uh, the part on a stage where like we were trying to arrange the stage in time or like make, make it match what the other person was seeing yeah. by like switching the props out. And there's like the creeping shadows like coming in to, to kill me, I think was happening. Yeah. And so uh, I, I was the guy who was just blindly like trying to follow orders. Whereas you were the murder victim in the other room. <laughs> yeah. And it was a similar deal. The reason I, I, brought it up was like i could look back and see the thing like slightly closer and then like fiddle trying to get things right and look back and it was slightly closer and i'm like i don't like any of this (laughs) Uh, there's Um, something to be said about building suspense of always kind of teasing something off in the distance mm -hmm. like amnesia we've talked about a million times did a great example of it uh, but as soon as you saw what it was it kind of removed that fear yeah, but like mm-hmm. in this stealth game, there was not much to drive you forward because you're kind of in the god role of I'm smarter than all these people. I don't have a fixed path. I can be in the shadows and still see things. Yes, yeah. It would have been nice to have something because even the one shop lady, the old blind fortune teller, says 
Mm-hmm. There are things scarier than you in the night, Garrett. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, this could be foreshadowing. <laughs> right. And then, but in reality, no. <laughs> there actually is nothing scarier than Garrett in the night. <laughs> Going back to the body count. <laughs> yeah. I feel like there was just so many things that they could have leaned into a little bit more mm-hmm. to kind of polish the niche angle versus mm-hmm. where they went, which seemed like kind of like a whole smattering of we need a spooky level. Oh, we need a chase sequence. Oh, yeah. a cut oh my gosh. would be good here. That was super dumb. It's like three guys around a keyboard going, yo, that'd be so cool. And they just keep adding stuff th- to the list. Mm-hmm. The chase sequence. I I don't know. It doesn't belong in a game like this, I don't think. Because already, if a game, and Far Cry does this a fair amount too, actually. But if a game's like, you are going to be caught for this sequence. Like, I allow that a little bit. But... A lot of it seems to be like, like in this case, the enemies break in as soon as Garrett's like leaving. It's like, oh no, now there's fire arrows raining down around you. And you're like, you put me in an artificial situation where maybe I would have just sat in a shadow, but instead now I'm running from all of these guys landing on a table saying hello to all the guards, which was funny. It was good evening. This is good evening to the guards. Good evening, gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah. um, that was that was a nice touch, but like the sequence itself doesn't add anything to the game for me. If you put me in a chase sequence where I clearly just have to run forward through a corridor and periodically jump, maybe I know that I'm safe. I know that if you're shooting at me with fire arrows, they're not going to hit me because if they did hit me, it would be unfair. Right. So maybe it's just because I've played a lot of games, but I find chase sequences sort of underwhelming in general, especially in a stealth game. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what Horizon Zero Dawn did. I know there were some things where you've awakened some spooky robo shit uh, and it is firing at you, as are a lot of other mm-hmm. people. Uh, yeah. And I think it's more timed, where if you kind of fuck up mechanically, you're not at the certain point in time, you can be hit mm-hmm. by stuff. But that right. might be equated to like a moving wall sequence. Right. I don't recall exactly for that. Um but if you're actually interacting with things like cover and timers and decisions for the escape sequence, like you're escaping in real the game. Yeah. Then that's completely different. That's actually using the mechanics of the game. That's not running straight down a corridor hitting quick time events, which is not literally the way it's implemented in thief, but close to it. Yeah. Um, Assassin's Creed was even worse for this. To reference another game I was playing recently, there was this. There was a sequence where I literally held forward and the uh, free run button, and that was it for like two minutes as things oh exploded God. around me. I really hate that. Like the whole thing I like about games is the escapism, and it's being mm. able to like get into the game. Yeah. So like when you have platformers, it's that your actions directly correspond to how your character moves. You have complete control. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in other things, if they take that away in any capacity, like, obviously it's great to have some cool cutscenes. Yeah. But if it's like, it's an in-game cutscene, and you have to participate, but you're not really participating, which comes right. down to like you holding left or forward or quick right. time events, it feels jarring in a way. 
mm-hmm. where I'm like, you could have just made this a cutscene, or you could have just let me go through it normally and then possibly fuck up and then restart type thing. Yeah, it's it's the number one complaint with QuickTime events is this could this would be better as either gameplay or as a let me put the controller down and just eat some popcorn situation. But somewhere in the middle is just dumb. There's no point. It's like if I'm talking to my mom on the phone, I can just put the phone down and let her go. Versus her being like, <laughs> don't you think so? I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Quick time of it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Respond. <laughs> no, that is that is how phone calls work, though. <laughs> it depends um, on the parent. I don't want to throw my mom under the bus. That's fair. That's good. Um, I'll throw my mom under the bus. That, that is the way that works sometimes. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, Thief is just... So this came out a couple years after, no, same year as Dishonored. No, two years. It came a couple years after Dishonored 1. And Dishonored 1 is just a better thievery game, I think. The world's better. The maps are better. It's also a dystopian, futuristic, steampunk, Victorian society. Um, and that would probably explain why this game came out six years ago and they're like, we have we might do a sequel. We have some ideas for it. And then the Wikipedia article ended. <laughs> like, um, they had, they had some cool ideas. They had like, um, they had cool things going on with the whole light versus darkness mechanics. And they just had so much that undercut it. The world being fragmented, having bunches of loading screens, so many loading screens, just ridiculous. Garrett doesn't keep track of things you've stolen like on the world map. So you could, unless you literally like screenshot the map and then put X's through the locations you've already searched. There's no way to keep track of what you've already grabbed. Yeah. Um, Like I do like some of the building. If they're like, Oh, I found this note. Someone says, Oh, Hey, we're going to have that trade off down at the docks at 8 PM. You're like, Oh, there's probably something worth looting there. It is cool to kind of, get to know the underbelly of the city. Mm-hmm. But again, the map blows real bad. Um, yeah. So a lot of times you're just going off either free exploring and accidentally find stuff or you're just going to the next mission checkpoint. Yeah. So it feels kind of weird to just pepper it in. And there's a to, to contrast this to um, I'm just going to keep ripping on this game, comparing it to Dishonored. But if you were to play a thief in Dishonored, starting with Dishonored 2, there's shops and you can buy ammo there. You can buy upgrades there. You can buy bone charms there. And if you're just playing through the game, standard mode, you're like, cool. The game has shops. Makes sense. Standard thing. Lots of games have shops. But if you're paying attention, you might find out midway through your playthrough that there's a hint really that you can use to rob that shop. Basically like get behind, like find a secret entrance or something like knock out the owner and then just steal everything off the shelves and a bunch of money. And you're like, huh, that's cool that that was doable. I wonder if, and yes, the answer is you could have robbed the shop every time you ran into it. If you found the secret and it's a different secret each time. And they did the same thing with death of the outsider where it's like the thievery part of it was a puzzle and solving the puzzle got you that reward. I like that. Like that's, that's a cool way to do it. Um, yeah, it's a nice dynamic way. Because also, you have the reward of like, I discovered a thing and I figured it out, and I have actually cheated the game. 
Mm-hmm. I have best of the game. The game did not program this. I have, I have solved it. I have figured it all out. Yes. And those things feel really fucking good. Oh my gosh, yeah. So, anyways. Game's better than Green Hell. Just saying. Uh, all right. <laughs> it's better than Raft. Uh, <laughs> I feel like we are ragging on it a lot just because we played Thief back in the day and it was very fresh and new to have like a stealth game. Mm-hmm. This is the original stealth archer from Skyrim and it right. felt That's cool. true. It felt really fucking cool. There was uh, my original experience with Thief was I tried one level and I was like sneaking around and then a guard snuck up behind me and clubbed me and I like peed myself and I stopped playing because <laughs> I was sneaking around and he snuck up on me and gloved me. I was like, I don't want to play a game where this is, <laughs> this is what's <laughs> going to happen. Um, but yeah, I mean, like the original Thief had a legacy. I remember literally playing Oblivion and there was a, there was a mod called like Thieves Tools and it was just like rope arrows and like um, like a oil slick like arrow and they they gave you a blackjack you could knock guards out instead of like just killing them and then they would wake up after a predetermined time you could like move their bodies they added a body moving system and like stuff like this so um and like you could move things in oblivion but i think bodies were usually really heavy this made it so you could actually move bodies um and i loved that i was like holy crap whatever game inspired this was probably really good it was it also made me pee myself. Do you know, 2014 Thief, not as much. Do you know what made me pee myself in Old Thief? Hmm. Do you remember the fucking tarantula? No, but that sounds terrifying. You can put this over under for the wolf spider from Dark Souls for me to contextualize it. Uh, I don't think that's that bad. It's weird, but not that bad. <laughs> um, so in an older Thief edition, I want to say Thief 2 because nobody's going to mm-hmm. look it up. No, um, that's fair. There's like a greenhouse somewhere. And in it is a spider. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, it kills you. It straight oh. up murders you. And it's oh, quick. Geez. And it's low poly quick. And I freaked out. Because I don't like spiders in general. Is um, it a giant spider? No. It's it's just a... Well, I mean, in game, it's probably as big as like two coffee cups together. Okay, that is pretty so big. It's, it's reasonably big for the game. Right. But it wasn't like Skyrim spider big. Yes, yeah. Huh. I don't know. It was just cool to have like other things in the world that could that wasn't as dumb as a guard to be like, I'm gonna fucking kill you if you get nearby. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the spiders are a bigger threat than the guards. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. That's uh I had I had some notes here. Um most of them don't matter. I wanted to note that uh, Yahtzee from Zero Punctuation had listed this game as his worst game of 2014. So that's nice. Um, he apparently completely tore into it. So if you <laughs> want to hear people tear into the game even more, go back to his 2014 episode of Thief. And I'm sure it'll be an entertaining time. I'm going to have to go back and check that out just so I can feel validated after this episode. Yeah. I mean, I already feel pretty validated. I've, by the fact I keep referencing all these other games, like I actually kind of like stealth games. Um, our games that have stealth, we still haven't done an MGS5 episode, oh, but my God. that is that is a good stealth game. 
Yeah, but there are other maybe ones stealth like espionage action. I've been trying to remember the name of it. I think I refunded it on Steam, but I think you play as some type Honeypop. of goblin. Shh, okay. shh, don't tell anybody. Uh, <laughs> you play as some type of goblin, and it just oh. it feels so generic, and like nothing yeah. about it feels fun and gets me engaged. Oh my gosh, I remember this. It's one word. It's like sticks. It's sticks. Yeah, it's before sticks. I even searched it, it's sticks. Yeah, but um, it fell, fell under like that AAA like. This is stealth mechanics, right? And you're like, yeah, but it's just there was nothing there. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, this guy will hide in the shadows, say witty things, and avoid guards. All right, but it's yeah. not worth thirty dollars, and I'm not going to play through however much content you've stuffed in there. Isn't that supposed to be? It's like it's kind of like a callback to that like N64 rare type character. There was a stealth crap. I can't remember the name of it. Oh, I'm not going to know. Jeez. Perfect dark. Um, if we're talking rare, uh, no, it, it might not have actually. Conquers was, was stealth though. Um, but I mean, he did have lots of quips. What am I thinking of? Why would I bring this up and not know? Now I'm looking through the full list. Sly Cooper. There you go. Sly Cooper style, having a witty, like, smart s- spy espionage type character, um, can be done in in interesting ways. I thought but, Sly Cooper was a platformer. No, maybe I never played yeah. it. I, I thought it was a PlayStation many many moons ago. But according to this uh, stub, it's a series of platform stealth video games for the PlayStation Two, Three, and Vita by Sucker Punch. Hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's better stealth games out there. Splinter Cell, really good. We'll have to play through Conviction Co-op someday. MGS Three, mm-hmm. Son. Any or game with Raiden, girl, pretty good. Or dudes, I guess that would have been two. Two was the one with Raiden, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Wings of Liberty, Guns of Liberty, Guns of Liberty, Sons, Sons of Guns. Shit. <laughs> Might be Sons of Liberty. I just remember three Guns. was Snake Eater, and that was my Liberty first and entry, Sons. and I really enjoyed it. Just throw in some snakes, guns, and Liberty, and you make an MGS title pretty quickly. Um, Deus Ex, also pretty good. The new Deus Ex games, great stealth games, great immersive sims. Like Hitman, also pretty good. Hide and play sight, be awesome. There's so many examples of games that just do stealth in a more, even if they're not as developed as this, in a more approachable, fun, cohesive way where it doesn't feel like you're slowing yourself down. Yeah, it should be either like mechanically very tight and realistic or mm-hmm. maybe you lean into it's more humorous and fun like yeah. i've never played hitman outside of like 20 minutes because that's not for me it's just really mm-hmm. not but they give yeah. you a lot of options and flexibility for how you want to approach a mission maybe you mm-hmm. do something memey maybe you do have a whole pile of bodies and kill everybody it's up yeah. to you right there was a there was a hitman level where it was like a suburban area with like government guards or something and there was a garbage disposal or there's a garbage truck mm-hmm. in like front of the house. Uh, I think it was Hitman Blood Money probably. And every time I took out a guard or something, I would like carry him back to the garbage truck, throw him <laughs> in the back. And it was just this, again, the corpse pile. <laughs> um, I didn't get a really high rating for that one, but uh, as far as the level was concerned. Another good stealth know. game? Payday. The Last of Us. Good stuff. You're not going to even remark on Payday? Payday's a game. 
<laughs> Someday well, we'll have an episode on it. <laughs> let's not do that again. <laughs> <laughs> I think payday, like, um, yeah, payday, payday for the dedicated self missions. Really good. Actually, as a thief game, payday might just be better. And the engine was trash. <laughs> like the the engine feels kind of bad. But like, go back to our experiences playing through, uh, like Shadow Raid. No, not Shadow Raid. Shadow Raid Legends is a sponsor for someone else's thing. What was ours? It was Shadow something. Shadow Moses. It's been so long. I actually do not remember. It's it's oh. something raid. Yeah. Anyways, um, or framing frame spending yeah. hours doing that it's there's so many good games out there that have stealth aspects and even like thievery aspects that combine these into a more playable fun experience um so and payday 2 is one of them even with how old it is i feel like our long tldr is uh do not get this game yeah play dishonored <laughs> maybe maybe watch a video on youtube about it watch yahtzee's review Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of other things out there. <laughs> yeah, we spent the last fifteen minutes talking about them. So, pick something from that list, and you'll probably be okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think they're going to be doing anything else in this. Hopefully, I'd probably rather not. just let it die. Um, but maybe it some studio could theoretically come back and be like, "Oh, here's the thing that made it good, and it won't mm-hmm. suck anymore." But we all remember that people made perfect dark too. So that's true. That is know. true. Oof. What a sad note to go out on. <laughs> Anyways, play Dishonored. Love the series. Talk to me about it. It'll be great. Um, <laughs> as always, <laughs> if you guys have any uh, recommendations for games we can tear apart, like we did Thief for this episode, we don't always talk about games that we love playing. Sometimes yeah, we love to hate. Yeah. <laughs> love is a strong word. Lust. <laughs> no. Uh, if you have recommendations for games, uh, feel free to send them in. That's soapstonepodcast at gmail.com. Or you can join the discussion on Facebook. Um, we have a Facebook page at uh, facebook.com slash soapstonepodcast. And we're always happy to talk to people and drop likes on their messages. And as always, we'll see you next one. Good. Good.